is in in control of a, a chunk number of uh, soldiers of the Roman regiment. He's like a commander. Peter, a common fisherman, came to him with just ordinary appearance. And this man, from all his class, came down on the floor. To a point that Peter had to say, excuse me, I'm a human being like this. You have not met Peter before. If you understand the military mindset, the mindset of the soldier, if you're not a military man, you are a bloody word. Yeah. Yeah. There's a limit they relate with you. There's a point to reach the treat you like what is supporting you. Come on, sit down, don't you know Peter will not profile. I'm impressed though. I don't know about you. Just enter the man's house. The man went flat on the ground. What did he see? Ask your neighbor. What did he see? God, through an angel, had revealed to the man the profile of that man called Peter. You see, if God opens your eyes to show you who you are in the spirit, you'll be shocked. But most of the times, he allows you to discover yourself. But sometimes he can show people. Peter has denied Jesus three times. That same Peter had recovered. That same Peter and discover himself. The impetuous Peter. That same Peter is confined the content he was carrying. He was the same person who saw the people and said, silver or gold, I don't have. Or what I have, I will give you. Could it be that is that thing that Peter possesses inside that the angel showed this man for them? That had to be flat. And Peter to help him. Christians, we must discover what God has put in us. Do you know why we flop? Do you know why we flop? Because you don't even know who you are. You don't know your content. You don't know what is inside you. That's why you flop. That's why you live the kind of life you live. That's a fact. 
And you know what? The devil will do everything to make sure he blinds you from discovering who you are. Rather, he will channel a little bit cause for you to live a lie. A lie that is, is contrary to who you are. He will manipulate you. He will deceive you. He will lie to you. He's a master deceiver. He will hypnotize you. Make you desire things that you know that are inimical to who you are. So you see yourself perpetually living a life of what? Fighting yourself. And that's why each time you do that, they really will tell you why. You start feeling guilt. That means you don't have full comprehension of your action. Because if you know that you put up with an action that at the end will make you feel guilty, it means you do not truly see the entire picture. Two of us. And then the Bible says, the first one says, and Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I perceive that God shows no partiality. Peter discovered something. Even his own journey. He lived in a world of division. Well, they have the Jews, those home people, and the Gentiles, the, the Gentile ones, those in darkness. Just like ours, too. Who have come from different backgrounds where we have the, the caste system. Those who they say that they the freeborn and the slave born. And maybe they carry that stuff in their heads. Peter discovered that God. There's no standard. There's no class. And why he was still sharing with them the message of life, because the angel told Peter, told Cornelius, seek for a man called Peter. This is who he is in the spirit. When he comes here, what he carries, I don't carry. He invites him to come and he will give you words. Remember when Jesus was communicating to the disciples, about the reality of them eating his flesh and blood. The Bible says that many of his disciples believe what abandoned him. They say, This is a hard saying. We can't accept this teaching. It's not normal. And then they talked to his own, you know, apostles and said, What about you? Are you not going to? So one of them responded, Who was that? What did he say? See, where shall we go? You will have what? The words of eternal life. Peter has got those words. Peter has finally got those words of eternal life. He has received it. That's why now an angel is showing the profile of a man who has trapped not the words of men, but the words that changes a man and brings out the true value of human person. And while Peter was sharing those words with them, what did they say? And the Holy Spirit fell. God was like, hey Peter, it's okay, you are finished, don't talk again. Let me, as you say, let me finish the business. God poured out his spirit. 
upon the Gentiles. Because God is eager to pour out. I've said it severally, and you must catch this truth. Our Christian journey is not about what we do for God. But what? What God has done in us. If you don't catch this, you are like those having a relay race. The other seven are running towards the east. Only you is running towards the west. Many Christians still have this in their minds. I want to please God. I want to please God. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Eh, eh. Yes, that is relevant. But that's the lesser part of the Christian life. The greater part of the Christian life is what Emmanuel. God with us. So God poured out his spirit and he gave a testimony. And they received his spirit without baptism. And the Bible says they started prophesying and talking about the good things of God. God is love. God is love. God is love. God wants to invade your life. God wants to possess you with his spirit. He's already with us, but the degree at which he has possessed us are still very limited because of the constraint of our human cravings and understanding of life. The things we pursue, the things we choose, the things we desire, the things that we imagine and want in life are not in line with what God wants to do. God so loved the world and he gave his only begotten son that whoever receives him, he must receive him. He must receive the package. He must receive the full package. Shall not perish. The only remedy to perishing is to receive the full package of the person of the Christ. He's a person. You must receive him. You must invade your life. You must take over your faculties. He must disarm you of whatever the enemy has put in your life is making you an instrument of his own kingdom and then take over you and install his own system in you. That is the journey of his life. Why would I listen to the word of God? The question is, you'll be asking yourself, whose faculty am I operating in my life? Has God dominated my mindset? Has God dominated my heart? Who am I responding to? So that act of love of God cannot be what? Cannot be trivialized. You cannot push it away. We must aggressively, we must speedily, we must voraciously, we must violently, Lay hold of it. That's the word receive in Greek. It's not to stand and it comes to you. It's like I say, hey, come and take this. As long as I'm sitting there, have you received it? You must stand up, exercise your strength, and come forward here. And then when you come and see I'm standing, have you received it? No. You stretch forth your hand and hold it until I let it go. It's not your sin. It's called Lampano. That's the understanding of receiving the love of God, the life of God, the person of the Christ. 
Second reading says, Beloved, let us love one another, for God is love. And he who loves is born of God and knows God. When we receive the Christ, Romans chapter 5, verse 5 says that God has poured his love bountifully in our hearts. When we receive Jesus, we receive the spirit of love. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, As many who receive him, he empowers them to become the children of God. What makes you a child of God is when you receive Jesus in your life. That power releases the love of God in your heart and brings liberation to your mindset. For the Bible says, We say, Oh, we didn't receive the of bondage, but the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. So the gift of God you receive when you are baptized is power. Power to live above sin. Power to live above demonic forces. Power to live above the structure of the demonic world. That is ravaged by selfishness, corruption, deception, darkness. You have the power to depose the of you. You receive the spirit of love. The world is characterized by the spirit of hate and bitterness. The God of this world, the devil, is, is, is the God of hate. Is the God of bitterness. And so God gives us his own spirit. So when you receive Jesus, you receive he, the spirit of love in you. That's why he's commanding you that you must manifest that love. That's why as Christians, by nature, we are content to love. And to love starts with tolerating people. Tolerate human beings, irrespective of their color, their race, their, their differences. See the image of God in every human being, no matter how bad the person is. That is God. Value for the human person. Write it down now. Value for the human person. That is the love of God. Value human beings. Not because of their position. Not because of what they wear. Not because of the family they come from. Not because of the place they come from. Value them because they are human beings. Irrespective of who they are. While I was reflecting on the Lord of God sometime ago, the Lord told me, Vincent, say yes, sir. He said, the problem in Nigeria is majorly caused by my people. I was scandalized. He said, because you have refused to manifest what I'm proposing in you, hate and violence has taken over. I conquer the world with love. That you cannot be conquered by love. I didn't take it lightly. I was still having my head. I said, Is it that we just trying to inspire this in my ears? But fundamentally, we fail in witnessing for Christ. For the degree at which the Christian faith has been given platform in Nigeria. From the time it started, if it was maximized from the beginning, judiciously, without greed, without selfishness, without allowing hate and all this to come in, by now, the entire Nigeria. The Christian faith crossed every local kind of this country for over 30 years. 
were given different opportunities. But there is no unity. Very important. And even now, as I'm going, the work they do, the love of God is dying out. We want to have it our own ways, no longer the ways of God. How did Jesus reconcile the world? That is it. It doesn't make sense. Alright? Doesn't make sense. Does it make sense? Does it make sense to suffer? No, it doesn't make sense. How come? There are other ways. Until it overwhelms us, then we'll now begin to realize. You have received the spirit of love. That's your nature. Until you dispense that love, you will be ravaged by hatred. You will be ravaged by bitterness. Violence will not be found. We must go dispensing love, irrespective of people. No matter who they are. Our natural tendency to exhibit drug and malicious dimension of us is always there. We must crucify it and engage the content you are carrying. I was listening to a talk about 1 a.m. today. And the priest was talking about when we die. And he made a point that touched me. He said, when we die, you don't even truly see death. When you die, they will see it now. Just the way after mass today, if you go back home, you will look clothes, right? Do you feel any transmission? No. You only feel that you have to take away the clothes that you were looking at. Like when we die, that was actually happens. The fear of death is more when you are alive than when you are going to die. Then he now says that we think that when we die, our memory will die. And everything about you is recorded in your spirit. Then he made a point. He now says that the things you can't see now, the things you can't perceive now, that when you die, you can stay as so many levels. You can now see everything in their true colors. But now, because of this clothing called flesh, you are limited. He now says that whatever you are doing is recording your spirit. But once you have died, you cannot reverse it. They do not see things in their true colors. You now see that all these things could be think you educated like a sound. Actually, you didn't know anything. Then you will discover, you will not see yourself that the real content in you is not just your heart and your tummy and your lungs and your kidney. You now begin to see the faculties of Christ deposited in you all these years. You will see the power deposit in your spirit. You will see the love content in your spirit. You will see the, the sound mind you have. Then you will ask yourself, why did I engage this all these years? My people perish for what? You will be like that man who, after service, serving the federal government for years, he retired and pursued his pension for years, and he didn't know the year he was paying him. He was spending more than a month of debt. 
that he discovered that he has some chunk money in his account. But the case was because the sickness was not really, you know, eating him up. The money was there all these days, but he didn't know. You'll be shocked when you die to see the amount, amount of power I have inside you right now. If I say what I have, I will give you. You'll be shocked when you die to see the amount of the great post of God's love you have inside you now. But the one has deceived you, lied to you. I mean to believe that you don't have all those things. And so you believe in the external things. Your giftedness, your ability, and the worldly capabilities that have been given to you. Finally, Jesus crowns everything up in the gospel. Are we together here? These children. If I catch you. I will put you inside this place. Eh? I will put you inside this place. What will you do? Sit tight. Maybe uh, sit with somebody. Eh? Please, hold her. Eh? Hmm? Go to sit with yourself. Praise the Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Are they here? Okay. As the Father has loved me, so I have what? Love you. This is the hard saying. I've been struggling with this for days now because I think we have read it most times. The gospel of the week. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. How did the Father love Jesus? Colossians chapter 3, chapter 2, from verse 9. What do you say? For in him, in Christ, dwell the fullness of the Godhead. That means that when Jesus came on earth, the Father emptied himself into the face of Christ. That is how God the Father loved Jesus. To the point that when Philip said, Show the Father, how shall be satisfied? He said, Philip, have I been with you all this while and you don't, you don't know that the Father is in me and the Father? You have seen me. You shall see the Father. Because Jesus was conscious. Of the love of God made manifest in him that the Father was dwelling in him in his fullness. Okay, back in heaven, back on earth. The fullness of God dwelled in Christ. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. This revelation is going to be the glorious revelation that will put the church on top in the last days. And that's why I've told you already, I've said it. We are finishing the first phase of the Christian life. It's the first phase of, of gathering the sheep and teaching. When I'm entering the second phase, the second phase of full manifestation. That phase, I said it a few days ago, very soon we'll have this structure again. Nobody will gather again for the church. It's going to collapse. Mark it now, write it very good. You'll be shocked. There will be no church structure again. The church will be empty. There are those who shall worship the Lord, shall worship Him in spirit and in truth. The lockdown was just a, 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 a tip of the iceberg. There is no choice. So if you have not trained yourself to the point of manifest, that time you will finally evaporate. But those who have truly captured the content and are now become the, the carrier of God, on their own, they can answer God in spirit and in truth. That's why the training section has started. 
came into the training session and stopped this church going business. If you truly say you're a Christian, you must enroll and get connected. Stop this outward form of religion, deny the power thereof. Praise the Lord. That's the revival that the Holy Spirit is standing right now in the heart of all believers. And those who came in, that's why he's going everywhere. We saw when Peter was speaking, the Holy Ghost fell, even on those who are not baptized, because he wants to come in and fulfill that mandate of indwelling. And that's why the reason why Jesus gave us the Eucharist. He said, eat it, do this in the memorial. This is the only thing you can remember. Everything is what? Secondary. Carry me every day. Eat me, eat me like food. I want to be your bones. I want to be your blood. I want to be your flesh. I want to acquire your organs. I want to be your thinking faculty. You must be Eucharistized. Your life will be the Eucharistic life. This is how we rule and reign in this life. Peter said, what I have, I will give you. John said, get out, he said, who is in me? They caught the message. How many Christians are speaking that way today? For them, everything is outside there. Oh, God, God, heaven. Everything. They don't see anything inside. So as the Father completely emptied himself in his Godhead in the person of Christ, Christ himself has emptied himself into what? Into us. So now he says, as the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. As the Father has emptied himself into me in his fullness, likewise myself, I have emptied myself in his, in his fullness into you. Paul God and says, if God be for us, who? Who? That is why the call to discipleship is to train yourself to learn to begin to understand who you are inside and the God that is inside, inside of you. So as you work strong with him, you grow into maturity, into stature, in the fullness of Christ. That's the reason for all this morning mass, Sunday mass, excuse me, marriage, ordination, all this are doing, holy water, sacramentals, all of them must get to this. If it doesn't achieve this purpose, then it is what? Babas. They are called sacraments and sacramentals, meaning they are means to lead you to grace. Sacrament is what? Outward sign of an inward grace. Inward, inward, not outward. If you keep my commandments, you abide in my love. The Bible says, says, Christ is the end of the law in the Old Testament. So the new law now is Christ. And that Christ, the Bible says, Christ in you is the hope of glory. The new law is possess Christ. Carry him in your womb, in your heart. Be conscious of his presence. He has infused himself into you. He has come into you. You don't own yourself. Your body is his house. He created you for himself. So the God says, oh God, you have created us for yourselves, and our souls are restless until they rest in you. Meaning until he comes and occupies it and makes it his real home. If that, not, if that does not come to pass, your life will be up and down. You live a wasted life. 
you may have made much impact or maybe some advancement in the things of this life here. But for God, they're not going to hear it. Man may praise you for all your success. But in the eternal purpose of your creation, you have, you've, you've not even scratched it. We're busy with food. We share our family. That's the humanistic materiality. That the devil has built for this world to deceive them from the indwelling of God. Keep my commandment. Christ is the commandment. Keep him. Possess him. You know what? When you have him, all these other things you want to do, you will see yourself doing it. Holiness will flow from you. Righteousness will flow from you. Love will flow from you. You become a dispenser of the Christ. Be conscious of him. What you don't have. Can I hear you? What you don't have. So when you try to give what you don't have, what, what happens? If you keep my commandments, you will abide in me. What does it mean to abide? To live in me. Just as I have kept my first commandment and abide in his law. These days I have spoken to you that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. Until this happens, your joy can never be like buy all the latest gadgets. Your joy will not be full. Money cannot do the job. Your life will give you all more. Those who have more money than we see the search today. Why are they frustrated? Why are they going to hospital? Why are they having high blood pressure? Why? We see all these things and we don't learn. We still want to be like them. What a pity, what a pity. A friend of mine took me to a family a few days ago along the airport road. As I crossing the Dantata Bridge, you see a new estate. From the bridge, you can see the beautiful buildings. It's about 300, 400 meters around that area. A young man of 46 or 47 years old working in a very notable company, had plenty of money. Built a very beautiful, expensive porch house. If you enter that house, you see that that guy just wasted money. How many days did he live inside? One week. He just packed in there, one week he died. With all his porch cars everywhere. With a very young woman he married, very naive young girl. And I was looking at the woman. Look at all this the man built to his tests. <laughs> you know me, I'm a very forensic person. <laughs> I analyze everything. And I say, look at. If he was told that he would live in that house for one week, do you think you still have the same mindset of what he was doing? You have been wiser. Whenever you say, now, let me relax. Let my soul enjoy the good things. Be ready to die.
The day you try to make here your ultimate, and you now tell your soul, now relax and enjoy. Hey, death will come, is coming soon. And I spoke to the woman and I told her, you see have opportunity to build your life. When I pray, and when I, when I pray, there are things that God, you know, shows me that are not part of what I was trained with in the seminary. It makes me see more, and they are quite challenging. These things I have spoken to you. This is my commandment that you love one another. What does that mean? I have put my love. You, are, you didn't create my love. I put it in you. You only give it out. You know, listen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you had an occasion where either you are praying for marriage or even bazaar in church or any occasion and the, the person doing it is your best friend. Uh-huh. Maybe as, as a guy, he tells you, okay, all the drinks. There's enough drink. Just give drinks, eh? Or is a, a friend with a, a, a woman. He says, okay, all the food, you are in charge of the food, just share it out. Then, as you are sharing the food, some people will come, you give them small. Some come, you give them big. Does it happen? Yes. It does, right? Yes. Now you get them. Is the food finishing? No. But just there's this selfishness. Just because you don't like this face, you make this person say, Mante, go, go, go. Then your friend comes, you give two rations. <laughs> but it's not your own. As a guy, the guy comes, okay, please, I need uh, 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 this drink, this one that is expensive. I don't forget the other drinks. Say what? And take, uh, is it? Calarosi. Uh, take life. But when my G comes, I say, man, yeah, 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 my man, my man, my man, my man. This one not be a man, no. This one be a man. Now your drink, share it out. That's what God is saying. He has given you this thing. Share it out. Love. Dispense it. Dispense it. You are carrying it. The day you die, you will see what you are carrying. But all these years, you are having the devil sowing his own seed. Because you didn't want to allow yourself to be broken. You didn't want to see yourself in the true colors of what God has done in your life. That's why he's giving to us. He knows that we shall battle with this. That's why he's giving to us as a last command. This I command you. That was the last sentence in that John chapter 15 verse 17. Now he was no longer speaking as a friend. He is speaking as what? As the commander-in-chief of your life. And if we say we are his full soldiers, we must respond like soldiers. I command you this day, love one another. How do you respond as a military man? Yes, sir. You didn't salute me. Eh? <laughs> yes, sir. You obey the last command. Whether you like the face or not, or God has given command. My brother, uh, uh, daddy who is here, he knows better. You are shooting and you say, kill him! Whether he's your friend, they have told you, close your eyes. Just obey. If not, they will kill you. 
That is what he said. He used the word command. We read the Bible as if it's a novel. It's not a novel. He has given the command, the apple of God. He said, go and love. If you don't love, you will pay for it. You become part of the system that is causing hatred and pain to come to ravage the world. And Paul says, the heart of men will grow cold in the last days. Don't be part of that system. The system will make you to hate. There's enough material to make you hate and become disgruntled in your spirit. Enough disappointment. Enough, enough backstabbing. Enough betrayal. It will come. That is the kingdom of darkness. Friends will rest against friends. Neighbors will work against neighbors. Brothers will jail brothers. Parents with his own children. Children with his own parents. It will happen. The devil too is not sleeping. I know parents who are crying. I say, Father, I didn't know that my son would do this to me. I say, eh, because you don't read the scriptures. If you read scriptures, you will know. And when that happens to you, instead of to focus on who you are, you will now begin to mourn the pain. Hey, look at what they did to me. Hey, you are angry with yourself. You are depressed. You are sad. And then you, anybody that comes, you, you, oh, no, 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 no. Say enough is enough. Come out of that. Go and dispense the content God has put in you. In case you say, okay, Father, I don't feel it. Today, I'm going to feel it. Very soon now, we're going to do consecration, and you shall receive communion again. Is it Jesus you are receiving? Yes. Is Jesus the love of God? Yes. He said, so you're going to eat it. So in case you say, I didn't receive it in the spirit, Lord, I didn't see it. He said, but do you eat my flesh? I'm the love of God made what manifest. Whoever has here, let him listen to what the Spirit is saying. Go back home. Engage this love. It has a winning power. Engage this love. It has a dominating power. Engage this love. It has a victory power in it. Tolerate. Forgive. Paul said, I'm a fool for Christ. Let go pains that have been caused you by friends, by neighbors, by parents, by brothers and sisters. Free your heart. Force yourself to forgive the person. Father, even though I forgive, but you see, my heart is, yes, your heart. Tell your heart, hey, my heart, change. It is your heart. It's not another person's I can't change it. Only you can change it. Enforce that love. Because the body is a beast. This flesh is a beast. It doesn't like to change. The spirit will be willing, but the flesh is weak. few points on how to dispense this love. Deal with all forms of bitterness. Deal with all forms of pain in your heart. No matter who has offended you, lose them and lose yourself. Sue for peace, even when the person is one who has consistently offended you. You have enough reason not to go. But now, Christ is not saying you should follow a reason. He said, follow your heart. Do what I've told you. Go and show love. Show love in your heart by letting go. Then practicalize it. Make sure there's love in action. 
demonstrate that love. God so loved that he was in heaven and he was smiling. I have forgiven you. Is that what he did? No. The Bible says, God so loved that he did what? He gave. There must be a giving in every love. So substantiate every love you demonstrate by giving. Could be in form of words or in form of what? Action. Two, vow that as you are going out every day, you are a blessing to people. No matter what. Vow that as you are going out every day from your house, you are going out to be a blessing to people. Be a blessing to people. I will always say, be a blessing from your home. Take care of the people who, who are your own people. Some neglect their parents. Some neglect their brothers and sisters. Let them see the love of Christ in your heart. Then as you go out every day, have something, even if it is 500 naira, eh? that as you go out, you are going to put a smile in somebody's face. Make it a habit that this love will not boker in your heart. Eh? Do not get sour in your heart. That you must bring it out. You must bring it out. Every day, show kindness. There's not much time for me to start to demonstrate some of these things, but it's, it's important. Anywhere you are, I see somebody. Do something. Show the person something. Do something. Put a smile on somebody's face. Be a dispenser of love. In your office, you are the boss. Nobody's contending with you, but don't make them feel as if they are beasts. Be human. Be truly human. Those who are under you, who are serving you, see them as human beings. Don't treat them as if they are, they are, they are nobodies. Give them room to become the best in their lives. Your gardeners, your drivers, your cooks, your cleaners. See them with the eye of God. No matter who the person is. Love conquers all things. Then if you want to be, be on the bigger scale, think beyond your family alone. Think of how to raise men and women. Think of how to help people. Learn to pick people out from the dungeon. Support people. If you have the money, pay for school fees for people. Let the soul testify that if not for this person, I won't be who I am today. Dispense love. Then Jesus says something finally. There is no greater love a man can show to his, his neighbor more than what? To lay down his life for his friend. That's the ultimate. That's the ultimate. People of God, this is the command he has given to us. We are not to negotiate with him. So we'll be lying to ourselves and say, Jesus, we are your friend. We are following you. When these dimensions of his demand is not speedily executed. Say, my nature is the nature of love.
I must love. I must dispense love. I must dispense love. In my family. In my office. Everywhere I find myself. This is the command of my master. This is the command of my master. And I obey. Yes, sir. Holy Spirit, we pray that even as you abide with us always, you will help us with a support system to carry out this ministry every day. Help us to love. Help us to tolerate. Help us to reach out. Help us to conquer the world full of hatred and bitterness with the content of the love you have given to us. And by it, we will walk in the supernatural. Like Peter, we may not have silver, we may not have gold, but what we have inside, we can bring to the life of people and change their situation. God, may you hear our prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen.